0: The Happy Even After Podcast. The Happy Even After Podcast. Divorce sucks, but it doesn't need to define you, and it doesn't need to be the end of your story. The Happy Even After Podcast. Meet your host, Renee Bauer, an award-winning divorce attorney, peacemaker, author, and founder of The D-Course, an online divorce educational program. She's been doing this work for almost two decades, and she is passionate about helping all women Make it out the other side. The Happy Even After podcast. Let's jump in. Hey, we are back
1: at the Happy Even After podcast, and I am here today with Yvette Bowden, who is the founder and author behind The Awakened Woman, a digital platform designed to inspire and invigorate females. In just two years, Awakened Woman has amassed tens of thousands of followers thanks to a combined 500 plus articles centered around celebrity profiles. Relationships, love, abuse, motherhood, and Latino culture infused with a signature blend of her pragmatism and compassion. In 2021, she was named one of the Bella Bosses We Admire by Bella Magazine. Her book, A Journey to Becoming the Best Self, tells the tale of how a woman falls in love. And while she's experiencing this amazingly powerful love of her family, she also loses pieces of her identity. And her marriage swallowed her up so much that it left her in a place where she felt she had to choose herself or the relationship. So you can see why she is the perfect guest for this podcast. Welcome, Yvette.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for bringing on your platform. I am really excited to get this going.
1: All right. So I have so many questions for you. I want to talk about The Awakened Woman and I want to talk about your book and your journey, but let's start there. Let's start with the journey to becoming your best self. Like at what point you were married, you had a child. At what point did you realize like something is not lighting you up anymore or something is missing?
0: I think my daughter was about three. I just felt... So there was this... uh, It was an instant. It was a moment I had. My daughter was around three. Her and her father had left the house for a day at the park and to go see grandparents. And I was home alone. And it was this weird... I felt like this panic. I was cleaning and I was in the middle of a million things. And I felt this panic. I felt like I couldn't breathe. And it was in a moment where I was thinking about all the things that I had to do, all the chores, all the tasks, work, and I felt overwhelmed. In that moment, I felt like something was swallowing me up. It's really difficult to explain, but it's just, you feel lost. And I called my sister in, you know, in the midst of that craziness and I said to her, I can't breathe. I feel like I'm, I'm losing myself. I don't know who I am. And it was almost like so many emotions were swirling inside of me. And it sort of just I was frozen. I literally physically felt like I couldn't breathe. And I knew at that point something was not right.
1: And so in your mind how did you reconcile what wasn't working or what steps you had to do like at that point in your marriage was like everything good on the surface like really no complaints and then you had this like sinking feeling or was like things really bad and you know cuz so many times women say like what do I have to complain about everything is just fine
0: right You know, I could tell you that everything was fine. Things were Mm. status quo. You know, he went to work. I went to work. We took care of the baby. You know, weekends, we would do the family things. But it was almost like going through the motions. Yeah. I just felt that somewhere in that relationship, in that role, or the roles I was playing as wife and mother, the woman was missing. It's something that I think, I mean, for me, it took years to finally come to that realization. But when I had that sort of moment of panic, it was a wake-up call.
1: What did you do? What was the next step?
0: Ask myself the really tough questions, which is something I was never good at. I think most of my life, I didn't ask the hard questions because I really didn't want to come face-to-face with the answers. And I think a lot of us do that. I'm not the only one. But when I started asking myself the tough questions... And I think one of the biggest ones is, am I truly happy? So when you feel that you have nothing to complain about, you know, you have a job, you have a good husband, you have a a family, you have a home, you kind of feel like, wow, what do I have to complain about? My life is as good as it's going to get. But I think that part of me, that woman, wanted to be seen. And it just got harder and harder because the voices got louder and louder,
1: And so did your marriage end? Did you make a decision at that point?
0: No, it actually took some time. I realized that I couldn't figure it out on my own. My mother, she is a Dominican immigrant, and her and my father were married for years. And it took them a long time to come to that place to say, okay, this isn't working. So I felt that I needed someone neutral that wasn't part of my circle to help me sort out the mess that I felt I was in. So I started therapy and through that process mm-hmm. I started finding out who I was. And yeah. once I started that process, there was no going back. And when I came out of on the other side of that, which honestly it took years, we realized that we weren't the same people. Well, I wasn't the same woman, he was the same man, but it didn't match up anymore. Which was really sad, but Sometimes things don't work. Even when there is love, sometimes things don't work. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I think that this, and this is why I'm so happy you're here to talk about this, because so many of the women in my community and clients will say, like, what's wrong with me? Because everything is good enough. Like, why am I not happy with the big colonial house and the country club membership? Or why am I not happy with this life? Because on paper, everything looks fine, but there is something missing. And I think that that's, you know, Yvette, you and I share a similar story. And that is the story of my first marriage too. Like it's the same path that we walked and recognizing it's okay to walk away from something that is perfectly good, but it is not good enough for you. And if we're being honest, if it's not good enough for you, it's probably not good enough for your spouse too. And there's something missing as well at their end, whether they want to admit it or
0: not. Absolutely. But I think it has a lot to do with what we learn. We've learned that, for example, when I got married, I thought, you know, I wanted, what is it, the house, the dog, you know, the point to whatever, the two kids, the white picket fence. I thought that's what I wanted. And I realized that there is so much more. And even a good marriage, even a good relationship, it takes work. It takes compromising. It takes, it's not like in the movies. It's not. And I think as women, we tend to deny ourselves of the great and we settle for good Mm. a lot of times. And that's okay. It's okay. But I just felt I was at a point where I wanted great. And maybe great meant being on my own. And I was on my own for a long time.
1: And I think it's important to add to that great does not mean easy. Making that decision and leaving is so hard and it is so uncomfortable and it is so terrifying, but you still do it because you want the great. Did you find that as well?
0: It was excruciatingly painful. And, you know, the whole divorce process, it did and not the divorce itself, but just getting to that place of I don't want this. I want something else. It triggered depression for me. So it it was absolutely, it was really hard. And I had to dig myself out of not one hole, but two holes. Because it Mm -hmm. it was depression and it was divorce. And it was really tough. But I can honestly tell you that for me, it's been worth it. Because the woman I am today is such a different woman. I say that was the girl. Today I am the woman. And I have no regrets.
1: So what has changed in your life between that version and this one?
0: I am willing to confront my truth, which is really difficult. And I won't take less than I deserve. That's huge.
1: That's a huge statement.
0: It is. And It's difficult because sometimes you just have to do it alone for a really long time. Yeah. Yeah, And you have to sort of balance certain expectations that come with dating again and having a partner again. No one's going to be perfect. So I think that's been really tough. But as I get to know myself more, those things become easier for me, if that makes any sense.
1: Coming at you this spring, the She Who Wins Summit is my first live event. There is no other event like it out there. It's not a stuffy, boring conference. The She Who Wins Summit is a day-long event for women who are ready to up-level their life. This event will inspire you. This event will motivate you. This event will move you. Are you ready to supercharge your self-belief and ignite your soul? Join us. For more information, check out www.shewhowins.com. Hope to see you there. Yes. So you created a platform called The Awakened Woman. In your words, what is an awakened woman?
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> it's a woman who has true self-awareness, who is not afraid to show herself, not afraid mm. to be seen, and who owns who she is, good and bad, because we all mm. have a little bit of both.
1: Ah, so I love that because it's so easy when you're going through something transitional, going through a divorce or breakup to say, not me, it wasn't my fault. They're the jerk. They're the one. And to be able to recognize like your own role in that and how you showed up in that relationship, I think is huge. I think it's huge for the next relationship that you, you find yourself in. And, you know, is it a growth moment or are you staying stuck in that poor me? And I think that that's a game changer as to how you come out the other side. Absolutely. So you have something on your social media feed that said it's a quote that says nothing fools you better than the lie you tell yourself. What does that mean?
0: For a really long time, I lied to myself about so many things. It's not even one thing. It's about certain relationships that I may have been in that I would say, you know, yes, I'm happy, things are good. But deep down, that wasn't the truth. It was walking around sort of portraying myself as perfect, flawless when I'm a mess and I'm okay with that now. But <laughs> <laughs> for a really long time, I, I was lying to myself about so many things, about things that happened in my childhood that I was in denial about. I mean, there were so many lies and I was fooling myself for a really long time.
1: Do you think if we tell ourselves those lies as protection? It's a way to like, keep us safe?
0: Uh, uh, oh, you couldn't have said it. I mean, I couldn't have said it better. I think we do it to protect ourselves and because it's too painful. It's too painful to yeah. see the truth. I think that's during this process that's been one of the t- most difficult things for me. Owning up to the truth. And really looking at my life without the blinders on. That's been really hard.
1: Yvette, what what's your truth?
0: Ooh, I'm a hot mess, but I own it. It's okay. <laughs>
1: I love that. We're all hot messes. Like who
0: who isn't?
1: I wanna meet that I wanna meet that woman who isn't.
0: I say my truth is I'm a hot mess, but I work every day to be a better person. Mm. That's it.
1: Oh my gosh. And it, like Oh, the opportunity for growth there is like just allowing yourself to be at peace and have grace with where you are in the moment. So that might be, you know, all of those listeners out there who are like crumbled on the the kitchen floor, missing your kids because it's the first weekend after your divorce and you have, you know, you've never not had your kids around you, like allowing yourself to be that mess in that moment and then saying, okay, but who am I going to be tomorrow? You know, what am I going to do to change? Like, that's where the beauty is, that there's so much growth there.
0: And it's so difficult to do that, isn't it? It could take such a long time to get to that place. And I think you said it in such a beautiful way. I think we, we just don't allow ourselves that grace. And I think that is so, so important. You know, just forgiving ourselves, allowing ourselves to not be okay. I used to feel this pressure when people would ask, how are you doing? I I, I would Mm. always say, well, yeah, I'm good. Now, you know what? If there's a day I'm not okay, I will tell you, you know, I'm not okay, but tomorrow will be better. I need to Mm. own up to what is my truth. But that takes a lot of self-acceptance. And that's yeah, it sure thing does.
1: It. it sure does. And it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of therapy. It takes a lot of time. You know, all of that. Like, you can't do it alone. It takes support, community, all of those things. So can you talk a little bit about the Awakened Woman, the platform that you created? Why you created it? What is it? And, like, where? What's your the intention behind it? And how do we find it?
0: Well, you just mentioned you made a good point. You said, you know, you need a community. You need a support mm-hmm. system. And so when I was going through this process, I felt alone. Even though I had family, I had friends to help me, I felt alone. And it's a really painful place to be. So the platform was a way of reaching out to those women who were going through something similar, whether it was a divorce, a breakup, just a bad time in their life. This is a place where you feel that you can go to and it has so many resources as far as interviews with women, sh- short stories, articles about, you know, the different topics that we discuss. It's important to have that place to go to when you're not feeling so great and know that these are stories of women that actually went through the same thing as you. I think yeah. sharing these stories is how we connect, is how we heal, is how we learn lessons. I think it's so important to have and I'm really proud of it because it's being read all over the world and I'm getting messages from women in other parts of the world saying, hey, thank you so much. I don't feel alone hey, thank you for sharing your story. I went through this and now I know I can get out of it, you know, that there is hope for me. It's a community. It's definitely a community.
1: I think that that's a great point because whether your story is divorce or whether it's some sort of illness or whether it's childhood trauma, whatever that is that you have gone through, whatever pain that is and these stories are out there, like there's so many other people who have gone through The same thing or something similar or experience something that's really hard to get through and if you're doing it alone I think that it's harder to heal and you know When I was feeling the worst of the worst when I had gone through my divorce I did it entirely alone and it took a long time to get to a place of really being at peace with it And I think that you make such a good point and you offer such an amazing platform for people to go to say, okay, there's someone else out there who has gone through that, who understands the pain, who gets the despair, you know, and that's what it's all about. It's about connection. You know, at the end of the day, it's all about connection.
0: I mean, if you think about it, and, and this is one of my favorite things as women, and I sometimes I don't think we really sit with it for a minute with the thought, whatever, you know, and I've said this before, whatever race, whatever financial social status you have, wherever Mm -hmm. you are in the world, there are just overlaps. Our experiences really do connect us because we experience a lot of the same things as women. And this is part of the reason why I love what I'm doing because I'm showcasing women who are, let's say, extremely successful in various areas of their life. But, you know, at the bottom of it, they're women and they have journeys just as much as we do. And a piece of each woman's journey is something that we can all connect with. I, I believe that. And this is why I'm doing this.
1: Are you finding, because you just brought up a point that I think is fascinating. Are you finding that people who are specifically women who are are high performers and successful often have a lot of shame around their divorce and a shame around what's going on in their personal life? And they don't share it as much because they are usually perfectionists and they don't want to share kind of the messy part
0: of themselves. You know, I at one point I did believe that, but not so much anymore. I think because of where we are today, women are actually being more vocal and just more honest about their journeys. Mm. So I've been lucky that no, I haven't seen that shame. I, I think women are starting to use their voice a lot more nowadays.
1: Oh, and that's like music to my ears. I love that. I still like I see in the the space that I'm in there, a lot of people talk about shame still. And I think it has a lot to do with how they were raised or even where they're from, what part of the country and different areas have different values that are just, you know, different depending on geography. But I love that you're seeing that so many people are sharing and are coming out and being vocal and expressing themselves. I mean, that fills me with hope that no one has to ever feel alone when they're going through something so difficult. So Yvette, how do we find the Awakened Woman?
0: Awakened Woman is on Instagram as Woman Awakens, on Twitter as Woman Awakens. You can also go to the website, which has As you mentioned, over 500 articles, awakens-woman.com. And my book, A Journey to Becoming the Best Self, is at barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com.
1: And that's awesome. I always love when I have authors on here because I'm a writer myself. What inspired you to write your book?
0: I wanted to share my journey with other women and help other women have hope. There you go. There's
1: so many like, ugh, oh, this life fills me up because I feel fortunate to be working in a space where there's so many amazing women supporting each other and cheering each other on and like true champions of each other. And I think that there's still out in the real world. There's a little bit of a disconnect. Sometimes I still see like a little bit of people talking about like the competitiveness and like there aren't enough seats at the table. And you know, it's out there. Like there's that support out there. There's other women cheering each other on and truly genuinely and authentically wanting to help each other and you are one of those beautiful souls
0: thank you so so much
1: i am so grateful to connect with you thank you for sharing your journey i know it's so hard and so vulnerable but i know that there's someone out there who is listening and says you know that's my story too and has really resonated with everything that you said so i am honored and grateful thank you
0: thank you renee thank you so much for having me that's a wrap. Link up with us at com. Remember to rate and review and share with anyone you think might find this episode helpful. You can change your story and live happy even after.